Good morning KCL, I'm Izzy, I'm your host for the next two hours and this is KCL's Big Brunch. The aim of Big Brunch is to give you a bit of a cultural lowdown on what's going on in the city this week, a bit of a scoop on some of my favourite areas of London. This week we are looking at Soho and also we're going to have a bit of a segment I like to call Sounds of the Decades where I'm going to be telling you a bit about the different tunes from the different decades and the cultural impact, what was going on at the time so you have a little bit of context and just playing some of my favourite tunes. This week we're kicking things off with the swinging 60s so what better place than London to be talking about that. Um, Music-wise, I'm going to be taking you through some of mine and my friends' favourite tunes, the stuff we like to listen to, be that uh, pre-drinks or just chilling out. So, without further ado, I'm going to kick things off with one of my favourite songs of all time. I listened to this on the way to uni the day my parents were dropping me off, and it will forever remind me of my student years here in London. Just before the pandemic, I had... Uh, the opportunity to visit an exhibition at the Museum of London about the making of the Clash's album London Calling and they had this really lovely anecdote about how the Clash had liked the opening what's the word the opening introduction of the BBC World Service which was this is London Calling and so they decided to name their song and their album after it. Now, what's nice about this is the old BBC World Service headquarters were based here in Bush House, which is where I'm broadcasting to you today. And so it seemed very apt, one of those lovely sort of full circle moments, that I'm broadcasting from Bush House. And so it, the first song I had to play had to be, for me, London Calling. So without further ado, this is The Clash with London Calling. Cause London is drowning out 
talk to you a little bit about what's impacted my taste in music. Um, so that was The Clash there and London Calling. My next song is one of my favourites. You'll learn about me that I love movie soundtrack music. I don't know why, I absolutely love it. So our next tune is, it came out before this movie but it was used in the soundtrack. And I just love the contrast between the setting of the film, it's the Baz Luhrmann movie, The Great Gatsby, and the Jay-Z did the soundtrack for it, and I absolutely love the contrast between the sort of rap music of this next tune and the sort of decadent 1920s setting. It works so well, in my opinion. Uh, so, without further ado, my next tune is No Church in the Wild, Thank you. 
and made it striped like a zebra. I call that jungle fever. You and that control the threesome, just roll the weed up until I get me some. We formed a new religion, no sins as long as there's permission. And deception is the only felony to never fuck nobody without telling me. Sunglasses and Advil, last night was mad real. Sun coming up 5 a.m. I wonder if they got calves still. Think about the girl in all leopard. Who was rubbing the wood like Kiki Shepard? Two tattoos, one red, no apologies. The other said love is cursed by monogamy. That's something that the pastor don't preach. That's something that a teacher can't teach. When we die, the money we can't keep. But we probably spend it all because the pain ain't cheap. Preach. Human beings in a mind. What's a mind to a king? What's a king to a guy? What's a guy to a No Church in the Wild. So my music taste has been, I hate to admit it, and if my parents are listening, you didn't hear this, um, has been heavily impacted by my parents. Um, as I think everyone's to an extent is, either you hate your music, your parents' music taste, so you listen to everything but the stuff they listen to, or you end up listening to the same stuff as them. And my music taste, I would say, has definitely been sort of influenced by my mum's sort of likes and dislikes and my dad's. So my mum loves, she came of age in the 80s, so she loves 80s music. Because of my mum, I listen to bands like Duran Duran and Blondie, and I love that whole sort of 80s new wave synth pop type vibe and that is down to my mum mainly because she used to play it in the car driving around when I was little on CDs those old-fashioned things that we never use anymore so this next song is one of my favorite songs of all time I love the intro to this song I don't think it can get more 80s than this um, and they are an iconic 80s band so I couldn't not play Duran Duran. So the next song is Planet Earth by Duran Duran.
That was Duran Duran with Planet Earth. So my next song choice uh, is also inspired by my mum. My mum is a massive Kate Bush fan and I spent quite a lot of time telling my mum that I hated Kate Bush music solely because she liked it. Um, but now, now it's time to come clean. I do quite like Kate Bush. Uh, Running Up That Hill is one of my favourite tunes. I think I like the sort of romantic 80s sort of synth poppy vibe um, of it. And it's just, it's just a tune. And over the summer, I discovered this amazing remix by, or cover slash remix by a singer from North London called Georgia. She covered it in lockdown in her home studio. And I just think that it's a really fantastic uh, cover of this song. Her debut album, Seeking Thrills. I don't know why I'm obsessed with the album artwork for this album. It is, it's got this sort of nostalgic familiarity of all those house parties you went to as a teenager. And it's just, it's just a really fun album. There are other really great songs on there, but her cover of Running Up That Hill is brilliant. The album is called Seeking Thrills. And if you have her on Spotify or Apple Music, check out the cover because it's, I don't know why, it's really simple, but it's just a really cool album cover. Um, so yeah, I, this is Georgia with her cover of Running up that hill, here we go.
that was running up that hill. And so my next sort of before I talk about how my dad has impacted my taste in music, I'm going to give you what I call my picks for the week here in London. So this week I'm going to give you a museum pick, a night out pick and an art pick. So my night out pick for this week is the One Generation Party. This is being held at the Bootlegger, um, a speakeasy at the bottom of the Gherkin, so City of London. Um, it's this really cool sustainable fashion brand I discovered at Portobello Market just before Christmas and all the clothes are either upcycled or made sustainably. So a lot of the upcycled pieces are unisex, they are screen printed, hand painted um, in Notting Hill in London and the t-shirts are made sustainably using sustainable cotton and environmentally friendly screen printing inks. They're really cool kind of graphic designs um, they've got a bit of a Y2K feel, the clothes. Um, I would definitely recommend checking out the One Generation Instagram page. I think there's the Eventbrite ticket link if you want to get tickets to the party. It promises to be a good one. There's, D there's DJs, um, screen printing, a pop-up shop. I think it could be pretty fun. Um, so that's my night out pick for the week. My museum pick is the Stonehenge exhibition that's just opened at the British Gallery, British Museum rather. And I think this promises to be a exhibition that's very different to previous Stonehenge exhibitions. Then not just got a Neolithic, I don't know, piece of flint and said, here it is. It looks more at the way we interact and interpret Stonehenge. And the impact Stonehenge still has on the modern world, the conspiracy theory surrounding Stonehenge, because let's be honest, there are quite a lot. I think it's a really fresh new take on the sort of Stonehenge genre, so definitely worth a view. Um, my art pick for this week is the Van Gogh self-portrait exhibition at the Courtauld Gallery, um, which is next door to us here at King's at Somerset House. And the Courtauld reopened in November after an extensive refurbishment. And this exhibition um, really offers an insight into how Van Gogh perceives himself. You've obviously got the iconic uh, self-portrait where he's missing his ear, but it looks at his sort of mental decline and mental states at various times and that's shown in how he perceives himself in his artwork, his self-portraits. I think this is a really interesting take on the sort of Van Gogh sort of genre, I want to say, um, and definitely worth a look. And it's at the Courtauld, it's next door to us, go to it people. Um, so that's my sort of picks for the week culture-wise. Um, so going back to who's impacted my taste in music, I would definitely say that my dad has had a big impact on my taste. Uh, my love of 60s girl bands comes from him. We share a deep love for Diana Ross and the Supremes, which my mum my hates them, so it drives her mad, especially when my dad and I would insist on the way to France on holiday every year, putting on the Greatest Hits album in the car, and for eight hours my mum would have to sit and listen to every single one of Diana Ross and the Supremes hits. Um, my dad is also a big disco, soul, funk kind of man, 
And back in my hometown, he actually used to run an event called the Soul Ball. And so soul music is something that I have definitely grown up listening to and disco music. So my next two song choices are very much inspired by him. Um, so the next song I'm going to play you is Diana Ross and the Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? This is a bit of a bop and fits our 60s theme. Here we go. Baby, baby. like I didn't do a disclaimer this is my first ever time broadcasting so please forgive me if things are a little bit out of sync in terms of transitions or there's feedback I really apologize as I said this is my first day broadcasting so it's been a little bit of a trial and error process um, so my next song is my dad's favorite song of all time and it's also uh, a song that features in one of my favorite films of all time, another Baz Luhrmann film, um, his 90s spin on Romeo and Juliet. This is the song that's playing as Mercutio and the Montague Boys 
Romeo included, all roll up to the Capulets party to crash it. And I just think this song has such a like feel-good factor. My sisters and I, during lockdown, had what we used to call kitchen discos. And we would always play this song, and it will forever remind me of my dad. So, Daddy, this one is for you. This is Candy Stanton and Young Hearts Run Free. What's the sense in sharing this one and only life? Ending up just another lost and lonely wife. You count up the years and they will be filled with tears. Love only breaks up to start over again. You'll get the babies, but you won't have your man.
Candy Stanton with Young Hearts. Uh, so I thought during my show every week I would give you all a bit of a a bit of a scoop on my favourite spots in London. This stems from, partly from friends who don't live in London sort of ringing me up and being like, oh my god, I've got a day in Fitzrovia, where do I go to eat? Or my parents are coming to visit for the weekend, we want to eat out in Chelsea, where do we eat? So this, this is supposed to help with that. It gives you a bit of an idea of where me and my friends like to go. And yeah, so this is my sort of scoop this week on Soho. So my best brunch spot is Dean Street Townhouse on Dean Street. It's got a really cozy, homely atmosphere. Um, it's a good place as well if you want to do some work. Um, they've got really slouchy armchairs and it's just got a really cozy atmosphere. I think it's part of the Soho House group. Um, the eggs and bacon for breakfast are delicious and I can highly recommend it. Um, it's pretty reasonably priced and it's just in a really nice location. It's just off Oxford Street. It's in this lovely Georgian townhouse, hence the name. And the windows, you can sort of slouch in an armchair and watch the world go by. There are plenty of sockets, so if you are doing work, it's definitely, definitely a good spot. Um, my favourite place to drink slash my best kept secret in Soho was uh, Mimi's Hotel on Frith Street. My friends and I, shout out to Hattie and Amy, came across this the literally, it must have been about a month ago. We were on a girls night out um, in our infinite wisdom we hadn't booked anywhere so it was kind of a click a case of where we could get a spot and we found Mimi's. It's got this lovely sort of contemporary but jazz age feel the cocktails are delicious and slip down way too easily. I actually went there on Thursday last week for my dad's birthday after we'd been out for lunch uh, for drinks with my family and they all liked it and they're notoriously hard to please. Um, so Mimi's is my best kept secret and place to drink in Soho. Um, my place to kind of go on an evening out. This is going to sound very predictable, but I would have to say Ronnie Scott's. It's so iconic. And if you like jazz music, or even if you just want to go for the atmosphere, it's such a nice spot. Um, obviously downstairs is a bit more expensive, but upstairs at Ronnie Scott's on a Wednesday evening do eight pound student tickets. Um, I will stress this, you have to book in advance and quite well in advance, but for eight pounds it's actually a really fun, wholesome night out. Um, and as well as new and upcoming jazz artists, a lot of more famous jazz artists uh, perform there for a more sort of intimate crowd and a low-key feel. Um, I would also say get there early. I think it starts about half six. Get there early if you want to get a table. If you don't mind standing, roll up whenever. Um, there's a bar so you can buy drinks. Um, and it's just, it's a really fun evening out. I went there in first year with some friends and it's always been good. Um, my place to shop would be the Fiorucci store on Brewer Street. I just think the store is really beautifully designed and the staff are unbelievably lovely. Um, the managers Iris and Pietro go out of their way to make sure that you feel 
uh, well cared for and welcomed. There's nothing that seems too much for them. Uh, in the summer, I was invited to preview their autumn-winter pre-season collection, and unfortunately, I couldn't go. So one Sunday afternoon, they arranged for me to go to the store, go upstairs to their like private shopping area, and let me preview the collection, try a few pieces on. Um, they give you lots of cocktails, which is always nice, especially in the summer when it's boiling in London, and Aperol Spritz is always welcome. Um, and they just really go the extra mile, and the clothes are always fun. They've got a pop-up at the moment in Selfridges, which is really, really nice. They have some of their lovely pieces from their new Wild West collection. Um, so yeah, Fiorucci is my place to shop. My place to avoid is 100 Wardour Street. Um, for what it is, it's not brilliant. It's full of quite rowdy people, and it's just the atmosphere isn't very pleasant. Uh, it was £44 for two courses, which if the food had been nice, I wouldn't have minded paying. But the food was not nice. Um, that was without alcohol as well. It was just not a very nice atmosphere or place to go. Um, I don't think it was helped by the strobe lights and Naughty's pop songs playing it didn't make for a very relaxing dinner experience, so I would say avoid 100 Wardour. If that's your thing, fine, go for it, but it was not mine. So my next song is from the soundtrack of one of my favourite films of all time, well actually my favourite film of all time, uh, Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette. and. This song, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a party in Fitzrovia with my friend Hattie, and this song was playing, and I was like, oh my god, Hattie, they never play this in clubs. And I was so excited. I mean, it wasn't your typical club night, so that might be why it was playing. But I adore this song. It's in my favourite film. Um, what I love about the soundtrack to Marie Antoinette is 80s, it's uh, this sort of Rococo Baroque setting of Versailles, but with 80s music, uh, inspired by the fact that Sofia Coppola, she came of age in the 80s, so that was the music she listened to growing up. But also the fact that it's meant to represent Marie Antoinette is youthful and young. And she it, it's such a lovely contrast, I think, to the sort of lavish setting of Versailles, this sort of 17th, 18th century architecture. And then you have this like 80s pop music. And I think it just adds to the sort of frivolity and fun of the movie. So I'm going to stop waffling now. But this is Susie and the Banshees, Hong Kong Gardens. And I hope you enjoy it.
Lucy and the Banshees with Hong Kong Garden. So this next song is uh, one of my favourite examples of a more modern artist sampling an older artist, and it's two of my favourite artists. So I just love this song. Um, it's one of my sister's favourites. Hi Millie and Han, if you're listening. Um, my big sister Hannah can rap Biggie like no one else, um, so she, this is partially for her because I know she will love this tune. Um, it's also one of my younger sister Millie's favourite tunes, we often listen to it in our flat. And I love the fact that Biggie samples Diana Ross's I'm Coming Out in this song. So. Without further ado, this is the Notorious B.I.G. Who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got pop, who mostly go she down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on the blimp. Guarantee me yourselves, pull a level up. You don't believe I'm all in the world, nigga, double up. We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound. Can't no PD, niggas hold me down. Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low. Blow like Woody, true pimp niggas, spin no dough on the booty. When you yell, they go mace, there go your cutie.
the notorious B.I.G. and Mo Money, Mo Problems. Um, so my next song is partially inspired by the debates me and my friends have on quite a regular basis. It, we get drunk and then it's the age-old, the Beatles versus the Rolling Stones debate. And this is going to drive quite a few of my friends mad because I always sit there and say, Rolling Stones over the Beatles. There's rock and roll and all my Beatles fans friends are like, no, 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 the Beatles are rock and roll too. And they have a better back catalogue and yeah, the, the debate rages. Um, so Sadie particularly, I'm sorry about this. It is the Rolling Stones every time for me. Um, so this next tune is a Rolling Stones tune. I think the guitar riff at the beginning of this is so iconic. It's sort of one of those, I well, I think is instantly recognisable. Um, in my opinion, the Rolling Stones sort of set the precedent for sort of rock star behaviour. Um, and I just, I love the sort of whole, I don't know, rock and roll image they have. Um, so this next song, Start Me Up, is one of those songs that always puts me in a good mood. It's like a good one to listen to in the morning, I think. Get, get the blood flowing, get out the flat. Um, so yeah, it's also one of my dad's favourite songs. Another one for him. This wasn't intentional. Um, so this next song is The Rolling Stones and Start Me Up.
the Rolling Stones and Start Me Up. So this next song, I couldn't play the Rolling Stones and not play the Beatles. And all of my Beatles-loving friends, I'm terribly sorry that I put this after the Rolling Stones. So this next song is one of my favourite Beatles tunes. Um, it was at the end of one of my favourite films, uh, Will Take Manhattan, documenting the beginning of the professional relationship between David Bailey and Gene Shrimpton and the shoot they did in New York in 1962, which really started the whole sort of swinging 60s youth quake moment um, and helped popularise the miniskirt, more of which shall come shortly in my Through the Decade segment. But this next song is uh, at the end of that film, and I just think it's got, it's such a 60s song, it's got such a good feel-good factor. Um, so this next song is Love Me Do by The Beatles. with Love Me Do. What a tune. Um, so my next song pick is an absolute favourite of mine. I remember listening to this uh, in the car with my mum when it came out and she loves this song. Uh, my friend Chris and I, hi Chris if you're listening, uh, often listen to this when we're sat in my house drinking cocktails and the cocktails are questionable, the music is not. Um, I danced to this song at my freshers' ball at Café de Paris. 
I have no bad memories to this song. Um, it's Valerie, the Amy Winehouse version. Obviously, the original was by the Zootons, and Mark Ronson didn't want her to cover this song. He thought she could do another song. He wasn't sure about it. Amy loved 60s girl bands and 60s music. The Ronettes, were, who I'm playing shortly, were a big influence for her, and so she was insistent she wanted to cover this 60s song and thank god she did because it's i can i don't like the original version for me the definitive one is the amy winehouse version and it, as i said i have no bad memories to this song it's absolutely fantastic and thank god amy put her foot down and insisted that she covered it um as I said, I love this song. Um, it's it's just fantastic. I know, Chris, you quite like this song, so I hope you enjoy it as well. Uh, this is Valerie by Amy Winehouse. Well, covered by Amy Winehouse. Well, sometimes.
Sorry. So my next song uh, was, I would have to say, the soundtrack to my Freshers Week. Uh, it's Ladbroke Grove by AJ Tracy. For some reason during my Freshers, every party I went to, this song was playing at pre-drinks. Um, Ladbroke Grove is also one of my favourite parts of London. Um, you've got all the lovely houses. You've got Notting Hill and Portobello. Um, there are some nice places to eat there. Stay tuned because that could well feature on my scoop about London or different areas of London next week. Um, so this next one is Ladbroke Grove by AJ Tracy. Set. AJ Tracy live and direct DJ mash up the mash up the deck The microphone champ is live and direct And again, it's the Hyperman set AJ Tracy live and direct DJ mash up the mash up the deck The microphone champ is live and direct Said Barbu, vibes in that Cruise like a four wheel drive in that Tech time, everything's live in that My car AJT's on the mic and that I said Barbu, vibes in that Cruise like a four wheel drive in that Tech time, everything's live in that My car AJT's on the mic and that Sun now. Had a little beef, but it's done now. It's done. I just need a drink and a rub down. When my team's in the place, it's shut down. down. I'ma ride on a wave to the sundown. Ping ting, looking like a touchdown. Gorgeous. All my haters getting vexed, calm up now. Vex. I went up, then my kettle got bust down. Watch the sun now. Had a little beef, but it's done now. Done. I just need a drink and a rub down. When my team's in the place, it's shut down. down. I'ma ride on a wave to the sundown. Ping ting, looking like a touchdown. Gorgeous. All my haters getting vexed, calm up now. Hey, I went up, then my kettle got bust down. Yo. It's the Hyperman set, AJ Tracy live and direct DJ mash up the mash up the deck, the microphone champ is live and direct And again, it's the Hyperman set, AJ Tracy live and direct DJ mash up the mash up the deck, the microphone champ is live and direct Said Barbu, vibes in that, cruise like a four wheel drive in that Tech time, everything's live in that, my car AJT's on the mic and that I said Barbu, vibes in that, cruise like a four wheel drive in that Tech time, everything's live in that, my car AJT's on the mic and that And when I'm in my ends, I'm a block star Wait, everybody run from the cop car And now I know about sober I'm just a block boy sitting in a rover I got my friends and my fam on my shoulder I've been cold but my money got me colder Said I'm a rock star I get the yatty love like a pop star And when I'm in my ends, I'm a block star Wait, everybody run from the cop car And now I know about sober I'm just a block boy sitting in a rover I got my friends and my fam on my shoulder I've been cold but my money got me colder AJ Tracy and Ladbroke Grove. So this next song, my friends all told me not to play, um, mainly because it's probably deeply uncool. Um, 
One thing, listeners, you should know about me is I love Kylie. I have done for as long as I can remember the gold hot pants, the boppy pop tunes. I've loved Kylie for as long as I can remember. I think I was left to watch MTV too much in the noughties. Um, and this song is my favourite ever Kylie song. It's from her Fever album and it's been my favourite song for as long as I can remember. My friends were like, Kylie is really uncool, Lizzie. Do not play it on your radio show. So if you don't want to listen to this song, you've got 3 minutes, 45 seconds to put me on mute, go paint your nails, take a shower, make some food, whatever. Um, I'm sorry about this. I'm going to indulge myself and play Kylie. I just think she's fantastic. There's a Kylie song for every occasion, in my opinion. Those gold hot pants will never not be iconic, and I just think you can't be in a bad mood and listen to Kylie. Everyone knows some of the words to at least one of her songs. So I'm sorry, as I said, if you're not a Kylie fan, now is the time to turn away. So this is Kylie with Love at First Sight.
love at first sight. As I said, I apologise for perhaps not the smoothest of transitions. This is my first day on the job. So this next song is one of my favourite songs of all time. It's another, another song from a film soundtrack. Um, it's from the Parent Trap film soundtrack. It's The Beatles' Here Comes the Sun. And it's just one of those feel-good tunes. Everyone knows this one. Um, and it's a horrible grey day here in London. And I think it just it makes you remember that summer will come. The sun will shine eventually. Um, and it's just, as I said, a lovely tune. It's from their Abbey Road album, so you've got the iconic album cover. Um, my parents decided to recreate this album cover this year on our family Christmas card, much to mine and my sister's absolute embarrassment. Um, so without further ado, here comes the sun. Let's hope it does.
the sun. I apologise, I forgot the intro started really quietly, so I probably should have started that a bit further into the track. So now we're going to be entering my Through the Decade segment, and uh, this next song is Dancing in the Street. It's one of those feel-good factor tunes. Um, I really like it. It's one of those very classic sort of 60s girl band songs by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. Um, and yeah, I think it, it reminds me of the King's Road in the 60s and that was the place to be in swinging London in the 1960s, the King's Road. You had Mary Quant's boutique opening, um, all the other famous sort of 60s boutiques. Mary Quant was the one who invented the mini skirt. You had the rise of, I would say, the first supermodels. You had Jean Shrimpton and Twiggy. I mean, Twiggy particularly is still an icon now. Um, whenever someone says 60s, you can't sort of do a Google search without an image of Twiggy coming up in those sort of mini skirts with the space age kind of makeup and earrings. It's just, it's so iconic. And it's, London was really the sort of epicenter, I want to say, of the sort of swinging 60s cultural movement. Um, you had the sort of sexual liberation of women at the time with the pill. Um, hemlines, thanks to Mary Quant, were shrinking. There's a really fantastic documentary, and I'm not sure if it's available on the BFI's film streaming service called Quant, uh, filmed, by, filmed and produced by Sadie Frost about the rise of Mary Quant and her business and it's really interesting because she was such a trailblazer for women in business and she really started this incredible sort of fashion empire um, in the 60s and no one had done that before and especially a woman so it was a real game changer and obviously her designs were pretty controversial uh, given given the size of some of the skirts my mother regularly tells me that in the 60s I would have been fine because my hemlines are always ridiculously short so yeah I blame Mary Quant for that um, so before I whitter on a bit more about the 1960s I'm going to put this on and this is dancing in the street
Martha Reeves and the Vandellas and Dancing in the Street. So my next song pick is one of my favourite 60s songs. Um, I just think this couldn't get more 60s. It's the kinks all day and all of the night. I love the sort of guitar riff in this. It just makes me think of people sort of dancing around in 60s nightclubs in all those colourful, quirky clothes. I love it. It's one of my favourite songs. Um, and yeah, it's just brilliant. I think London in the 60s, you had so many brilliant bands that were emerging and establishing themselves. You have obviously the Kinks, the Beatles, it would be silly not to talk about them. Um, and uh, the Rolling Stones were all emerging as well. Mick Jagger went to LSE round the corner from us the enemy. Um, you also had all these amazing girl bands and singers, so you had the Ronettes, the Supremes who I've already talked about today, and of course you had singers like Dusty Springfield and Carla Thomas. It, you just had so many amazing artists in the 60s and I think it's credit to them that we still listen to their music now. It has, even as it's got older, it's never got older. So many of the things they sing about are still relevant. And I think what's nice, a lot of 60s music has that feel-good factor. It's not some sort of expletive-ridden, like, tirade by some rapper. I mean, I do quite like rap music and I'm not dissing it at all, but I think 60s music really does have that feel-good factor and it's something me and my friends, there's always a few 60s tunes on our like playlist that we listen to and we all have our favourites. So this next song is All Day and All of the Night by The Kinks.
kinks with all day and all of the night. So this next song is a tune that always reminds me of my grandma. I don't know why. I think because I remember her playing it when we were on holiday in France one year. Um, I just think it's such a lovely song. Dusty Springfield is an incredible artist. Um, and yeah, need more be said. This is Dusty Springfield and I Only Want to Be With You. and I only want to be with you. So this next tune is one of my favourite songs of all time. Uh, it's such a classic and one of my friends loves playing it all the time and she always puts it on her party playlist and it always reminds me of her. So yeah, it's just, it's a really lovely tune. They recently made a movie about Aretha Franklin, which I haven't yet seen, but I've heard really good things. It's kind of been on my bucket list of films to watch. I feel like I need to get back to it and put it on. But I Say a Little Prayer is such a sort of 60s classic. It's got that sort of fabulous like gospel influence. I mean, Aretha Franklin was the gospel singer before she became Aretha Franklin. Um, and it's just, it's just a really like lovely song. Um, and it's another kind of 60s tune. Um, 
and it just gives me real sort of summer of love vibes. The 60s, I think, I think maybe I, myself included, everyone has a tendency to look at them through rose-tinted glass. Obviously, there was a lot of sort of, there were bad parts of the 60s. There was political unrest, and, but it was this brave new world. The war was over. It had been, people were sort of more willing, I think, to let their hair down. You had this sort of youth culture that hadn't really existed in the 50s, but had really sort of burst open in the 60s. Young people had money to spend. They, there were artists making music that appealed to them. It was this sort of fun time. And as I said, I'm probably guilty of looking at it through rose-tinted glass, and I've probably overlooked a lot of the social issues at the time. But you had things like the moon landing going on, the Beatles on the radio. Um, there was this sort of glamour about the 60s, and I think this music reminds me, well, not reminds me, but makes me think of that and imagine what it must have been like. And obviously the clothes, I love 60s fashion, and so I, I sometimes I wear my sort of vintage 60s pieces and this music comes on and I'm like, oh, I wonder how many parties these outfits have been to and have this music playing. And yeah, I feel like I'm waffling, so I'm going to keep quiet and let Aretha Franklin take over. This is I Say a Little Prayer. And I wake up before I put on my makeup. I say a little prayer for you. And while combing my hair now, and wondering what dress to wear now, I say a little prayer for you. Forever and ever, and ever. Just stay in my heart and I will love it forever. Forever and ever. Together, together, together. 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 Together,
Uh, my next song is from one of my favourite, well, it's a 60s song, but it's also in one of my favourite films of all time, Baby Driver. It's B-A-B-Y, Baby, by Carla Thomas. And it's just one of those sort of girly sort of 60s songs. You can imagine her sort of shimmying about in a sequin dress while singing this. I think she, on the album cover she actually is wearing sequins. Um, and I just love this this song and I love Baby Driver, it's such a brilliant film and the soundtrack is fantastic. I think genuinely one of the best film soundtracks I had heard in a long time when it came out. Um, so without further ado, this is Carla Thomas and Baby. such a fantastic tune. So this next song reminds me, one of my friends played this to me in the summer 
and we were sat in my flat and my flat is a top floor flat in Bloomsbury on a really like sort of bustling street and it's so lovely in the summer to people watch and so we were sat by the window people watching and this song came on and I was like I don't recognize this and then it started playing and I was like oh wait I do like my dad has played this before for sure and it just reminds me of sort of long lazy days in the summer like people watching sitting by the window with the breeze or sort of sunbathing on primrose hill and it's just i think a really like lovely summer tune so this is ichiku park by small faces Bridge of sights to rest my eyes in shades of green under dreaming spots to Ichiku Park. That's where I've been. What did you do there? I got high. What did you feel there? favorite films of all time factory girl about eddie sedgwick and this is a very sort of 60s she was an it girl in the 60s she was one of andrew andy warhol's muses at the factory she was like the ultimate new york 60s it girl she had this iconic sort of bright blonde pixie car inspired by andy warhol and she was she did this famous photo shoot for vogue and she actually led a really tragic life she died very young from a drug overdose and andy warhol was really quite awful to her um 
there was an exhibition about Andy Warhol at the Tate the other summer and his work, I love Andy Warhol as an artist, but I didn't realise until I'd watched Factory Girl and been to this exhibition, he was a horrible man, he was not nice, and particularly to Edie Sedgwick, and this song, as I said, was in the film about her, it's a really fantastic film, I think you have to watch it on one, two, three movies, <laughs> you didn't hear that from me, um, because it seems to be really hard to get, it stars Sienna Miller, it's called Factory Girl, obviously Andy Warhol's Factory, um, and it's a really good film about Andy Warhol, art and drug use in the 60s. Um, so this is Johnny Kidd and the Pirates with Shaken All Over. Johnny Kidd and the Pirates and Shaking All Over. So this next song is by the Ronettes. They were a band which inspired Amy Winehouse. Uh, if you Google image them, you can definitely see why. The flicked eyeliner, the beehives. Um, they were such an iconic 60s girl band. And I every time I do flicky eyeliner, I aspire to look like the Ronettes. It never quite works out. It normally ends up with black eyeliner trickling down my face and I look like something out of Dracula rather than a 60s girl band, but we'll ignore that. I'm going to shut up now, and this is the Ronettes with Be My Baby.
the Ronettes and Be My Baby. So there's, we've come to the end of my show and I want to thank you all for putting up with me and listening to me for the last two hours. Again, I apologise for my sort of rookiness. It is my first day on the job, so hopefully next week will be better. Next week I've got a lovely co-host for the week, Sadie Mansfield, who is in first year studying liberal arts, coming to talk all things 70s music with me. She's quite the, quite the expert and she'll be picking some of her favourite tunes alongside mine, so think ABBA, Fleetwood Mac, and everything in between. Um, so, as I said, thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to hopefully listening or having you listen in next week. Uh, playing us out today is one of the songs my mum, it's on her I hate this song and it will never change list. I think it's probably the one she hates the most. It's one mine and my, sis my sisters and I rather really, really love, and it seemed very fitting for today and some of you probably wish video had killed the radio star because I just haven't shut up. So without further ado, this is The Buggles and Video Killed the Radio Star. Stop you.